praise the Lord. We bring greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm Ellen Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this wonderful Monday. And uh, we are excited uh, about what God is doing for the people of God today. I want to uh, quickly uh, start out with our sidebar to inform all the people of God of uh, what's uh, been the latest things that we've been uh, involved in uh, during the time that we've been uh, off air uh, intermittently. Uh, so we um, were getting some things done with the uh, studio side. We also had our music media uh, worship uh, arts conference uh, on this past weekend, which was uh uh, very, very successful. Uh, we did not uh, do the two days, however, but we were successful in uh, our conference efforts in terms of sharing the necessary information that was needed uh, for those that desire uh, to know more about uh, media and the music side of what all is uh, needed uh, for today's uh, media music and worship uh, services that we have now because um, a lot of our services now have a lot of technology integrated uh, within uh, the service itself. And so that's what the conference were uh, centered around. We had panelists, speakers, and then we had an excellent speaker on Friday night, uh, Pastor Clemens, Staunton Clemens from uh, Belleville, Illinois. Uh, did an excellent job of expounding on the word of God. And we kind of uh, definitely got a chance to uh, meet and greet him and uh, thank God for him uh, sharing the word of the Lord on that night. And so uh, we are uh, in the midst of uh, doing some other great things that are uh, approaching uh, on our calendar for the month of November and on December. So we'd like to start out by saying that our, our next event that um, we're possibly uh, going to be having is our choir um, annual revival, which is going to be on next weekend. Uh, actually, it's going to be on this weekend. Uh, yeah, because uh, the way October fell into uh, November. So this is going on the second weekend. And so we will have it starting Friday, our uh, choir annual. And then we will conclude on Sunday. There is no service uh, for the choir on Saturday, but it will be Friday and Sunday evening at the 4 p.m. hour. And so that's what we're looking to have. I uh, wanted to share with the people of God that we had a great weekend this weekend. Uh, we had our good friend, uh, Bishop Dr. Mark Jones uh, from uh, Florida City. He was uh, here in our city on yesterday, and uh, our pastor uh, had him be our speaker on that morning, and uh, he did a real excellent job as he was talking from Leviticus, and he was talking about the uh, pull-it-off shave it off and clip it off, you know, as it relates to some of these spiritual weights um, that uh, the people of God uh, can uh, be ensnared with. And so we thank and praise God um, for the service on yesterday, our praise and worship service. Uh, thank God for the brethren. The brethren uh, did a good job of carrying uh, the service and going forward. And so we thank God for them and all of you today. Uh, we say God bless you from the bottom of our heart. And uh, we want to uh, let you know that we still need uh, prayer. We need to uh, pray one for another. Continue. Uh, let us pray for our sick that's among us. Uh, as we uh, definitely uh, start out on the broadcast today, we want to give honor to God who's head of our life and to our Honorable Pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to our First Lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, praise God, 
And so we do honor our leaders on today uh, as well as you. And uh, we honor my own lovely wife, missionary Janice Newsom. We thank and praise God for what God is doing for the both of us. And uh, she's going to be uh, joining us on this year. She's going to be joining in with us on some of these sessions. And so we're looking forward to that. We have uh, a guest speaker on uh, next week. We have a guest speaker on next week that's going to be joining us uh, on the broadcast. We're going to do a special feature. It's going to be on Saturday. And so uh, we're not going to throw the name out there yet. We want you to stay tuned so you can uh, be ready to receive our guest speaker that we're going to have on the Faith in God in that TV. And so God is doing great things. We want to invite all of our ministerial body, uh, those that desire to come on the Faith in God Internet TV, uh, are, we're welcome you with open arms. Any uh, preachers or ministers in the city that wants to uh, broadcast via social media and YouTube, uh, you're more than happy to come and use studio and come join in with us. All right. And so that's what we're looking for. We're looking for collaboration in these uh, times that we're in, that we all would be working towards the same goal. And that's uh, for the evangelistic side of ministry, that souls will be saved and that uh, hearts will be encouraged. And so there you have it. We want to pray for our presider, our assistant presider. Let us pray for our bereaved families, those that are in the hospital, those behind prison walls. Please say a prayer for my sister, Lou Venia. Uh, I'm asking the saints to pray for her, as well as uh, my brother Timothy and uh, my uh, sister, First Lady, uh, Lady Turner and District Elder Turner and the True Holiness family, as well as the New Mount Olive family and all of our sister churches uh, in the NPPCI organization. Let us pray that the law will preserve the unity among the body of believers. All right. And so let us um, go before the Lord in prayer as we uh, finish the series that we didn't finish on last week, we want to finish that series as we talk about the inside stuff. So we're going to have a word of prayer and we want to give you more information on uh, one of the uh, special topics that we talked about on last week, uh, dealing with the inside stuff. So we're going to get right to it and we want to go before the Lord in prayer. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, O Lord, as we come before thee, and, O oh Lord, before thy throne of grace, we thank you, Lord. O oh God, hallelujah. We thank you for your mercy and your grace and your loving kindness. We thank you for your presence on today. We thank you for the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. O oh Lord, we thank you for your anointing and your power. O oh God, we thank you for your grace. We thank you, Lord. O oh God, just for moving in the service on yesterday, how yokes were being destroyed and how, O oh God, the sinners were coming to repentance and, oh God, that the word had pricked their hearts. And we pray now, God, that your word will continue to fall on good ground, that they may come forth, oh God, and continue to bless, oh God, our pastor and first lady in the name of Jesus. Continue to bless our families, oh God, and those, oh God, that are watching and viewing the broadcast. We pray thy blessings, oh God, oh God, in the name of Jesus that you would, oh God, grant unto them the riches of your glory. And Father, we forever thank you. We give you all the glory, honor, and the praise. Help us to decrease that your anointing may increase in our lives and continue, oh God, to bless the body of believers in the name of Jesus. Bless those, oh God, oh God, that desire to be saved, oh God, that is viewing this broadcast on today. God, that they might be enlightened, they might be encouraged, and that they might be strengthened, oh God, to move forward in their faith. And Father, we thank you. And we forever give you praise in Jesus' name to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. And so our prayer is that our hearts will turn to God and repent. Uh, I want to say uh, on yesterday evening, uh, as uh, the last part of our sidebar on uh, yesterday afternoon, our pastor, Bishop Murchison, uh, was at a visiting church in our sister uh, uh church, part of uh, those that are in our city, uh, True Church of the Firstborn, where our First Lady um, Mother Conley is the pastor and uh, Assistant Pastor Brumfield, amen, uh, they're pastoring there uh, on the east side of Milwaukee. And we thank and praise God for uh, them uh, with their commitment of 
38, 39 years of service, uh, 18 years of pastorship going on 19 years. And so we thank and praise God that the Lord is continuing to uh, strengthen them and keep them encouraged as they continue uh, to do uh, a work for the Lord uh, on that part of the city and throughout this city. And we thank and praise God for them and what God is doing for them. And so we praise God for that. And so we want to uh, definitely uh, salute them and their efforts and all that they do. Uh, never could have made it without the Lord. And so we thank God for being on their side and enabling them to continue on in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so that's what we're continuing to pray for, that the Lord will continue to enable them to share the good news and the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so let us go um, into the word of the Lord as we talk about the inside stuff. And we came from Mark uh, earlier this week. We came from Mark uh, chapter 7. Uh, we kind of uh, read over a few things in Mark chapter 7. And so we want to um, go back there and visit our Mark chapter 7, uh, verse number, uh, I believe, 8 through 11. We're going to. We're going to probably go to 12. We'll go back and review Mark uh, 7 uh, and 8 um, uh, through uh, 12. Let's read it. And he says, for laying aside uh, the commandment of God. So let me put the scripture reader on the screen for you just in case uh, you uh, want to follow along with us. We're going to go to Mark 7 and 8. Uh, uh, we're going to go seven and eight through 11, or let's just go 12. All right. So we're going to put scripture on the screen for you that you might look on with us. And, uh, want to say on yesterday, we got to see quite a few of our, uh, friends, um, uh, friends of my pastor that's, he's been friend with them for, a very long time. I've seen Bishop Weatherspoon. I was happy to see him. Uh, Pastor Chuck Howard, um, Pastor Lomax, uh, quite a few of uh, uh, Pastor John Ivy. We've seen quite a few of uh, the saints on yesterday at Pastor Conley's and uh, uh, Pastor uh, Dodson was there uh, and quite a few. It was just quite a few pastors was there. And uh, we were excited, Pastor Sharice Brown. Um, we had just quite a few people that was there. Uh, uh, Pastor, um, a lady, Beth Tompkins was there. Uh, it was just so many. It was a great cloud of witness there. And so I was glad to see all of the saints uh, rejoice and everything seems to be uh, well with them in uh, the ministry that God is uh, allowing them to operate in. And so we thank God uh, here um, that all is well. And we were at a celebration and not a funeral. I'm so glad we was at a celebration and not a funeral, praise God. And it's not that a funeral is, is a bad thing because uh, the Bible said, you know, uh, you know, we rest from our labor. So, uh, you know, so those that die in the Lord, they they uh, rest from their labor and to be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. So it's not a bad thing uh, that we weren't at our home going, but uh, I just uh, rejoiced in seeing the saints uh, go forward uh, in the Lord. And so that was uh, positive for me. But we want to get into this word uh, as it relates to Mark 7 and 8. So let us get right to the word of the Lord. And I uh, kind of just keep uh, thinking about yesterday and some things uh, that we heard on yesterday, some good word. Our pastor did a very beautiful job bringing uh, uh, words of uh, encouragement, uh, not only to the honorees, but to all of us. And so we thank God for him, amen, and what God is doing in his life. And uh, we're grateful and thankful uh, for being under uh, his leadership. And so we thank God for that. Um, no, we don't understand everything uh, that our leadership does and, and probably never will understand everything. But we thank God that we have good, wholesome 
leaders, praise God. And so let us take a look here uh, as we look at uh, Mark chapter 7 and verse number 8. And it reads, it says here, uh, if you have it, we're going to read it for you hearing. And it says here, uh, for laying aside the commandment of God, uh, ye lay hold the tradition of men as washing of the pots and cups and many other such like things ye do. All right. And Jesus was kind of putting things in perspective, letting them know how they how they observe uh, the law. And uh, there were certain things they uh, held to. And uh, he says to them. In verse number nine, he says, and he says unto them, uh, and he said unto them, full well, you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your own tradition. And we talked about it on last week that we don't want to put our tradition above God's commandments. Praise God. <laughs> and we can, we can slide into that area of putting, uh, our, our, uh, agenda or our particular, uh, preferences above what God commandment says. And I always say, Sin is what God say it is, and it's not what I say it is. Hmm? And sometimes sin, uh, the way we define it, it is something that, you know, rubs us the wrong way. And this is how the scribes and the Pharisees kind of was. You know, if it was something that didn't set well with them, and, you know, they kind of set a culture or tradition that they wanted people to follow after, which really was in their interest. But when we talk about the word of God and we talk about God's commandments, it's for any and everyone to walk by. It's for everyone to walk by. And uh, God's commandments is his law. And so when God speaks his law, uh, he uh, doesn't give us an uh, alternative, nor does he give us an ultimatum. We can do it or not do it. But this is what his guidelines are, and this is what he's calling for, for us to walk by, praise God. And so it's very important that we not only just um, set up traditions and standards that govern us, but we must make sure we follow God's commandments and keep his commandments because God's commandments are holy, praise God. And we want to make sure we remember God's commandments is holy. Hmm? But our traditions and standards and customs can be set, you know, based on what we're trying to achieve. Hmm? But let's take a look here. He says, uh, and he said unto them, full well, you reject the commandments of God that you may keep your own traditions. Now, we talked about the Corbin law. The Corbin law was a vow that the Jews or the Israelites made. Uh, to uh, God, you know, they made a vow to the temple, so to speak. They made a vow uh, that they were going to contribute a certain amount. You can find this in Leviticus um, chapter 27, verse number um, 14 down to about, I don't know, uh, I don't know, 16 through 24, somewhere around there. But the Corbin law was is a Hebrew word that was adopted into the Greek of the New Testament. And uh, it was uh, untranslated. They left it untranslated. They left it in the, the Hebrew uh, Greek translation. They did not uh, pretty much translate it in pretty much uh, a large detail. But what we know about this word that only occurs once in the Bible, Corbin law, or the word Corbin, uh, you'll see it in Mark 7 and 11. Uh, the word itself meant gift. Hmm? And so remember we talked about earlier last week that the commandment required for all of those that had fathers and mothers that were living to honor their father and their mother. Praise God. This was part of God's commandment. Hmm? 
but we can see that through their tradition, they would obligate themselves to give to the temple and that made them free, that exempted them. And this is what I say, sometimes we can do things to try to get around what God commanded for us to do. They use this exemption above what God commanded them. Praise God. Hmm? They use this uh, gift or this offering that was supposed to be consecrated to God's or to God's house or to a particular holy thing. And this is what they did. Once they, con once they consecrated it to the Lord, they couldn't change it. They couldn't revoke it. They had to follow through with it. All right. And so this is what Corbin had to deal with. And they had to dedicate whatever they promised to the priest, to the temple, or to the land that belonged uh, to the temple. All right. Anything that was related to God's system, if they dedicated it for that purpose, it was supposed to be redeemed uh, uh, before the year of Jubilee. Because if they didn't redeem it before the year of Jubilee, if they did it afterwards, then the priest would have to abate and he would have to uh, remove some of it, give some of it back, and it was supposed to be used the following Jubilee. Praise God. They could utilize it, keep it, and live off of it and do what they need to do with it till the next Jubilee came around. Praise God. But they were required, whatever they consecrated to the Lord, was to give it to the Lord or to the priest or to the temple or the land to the temple before the year of Jubilee. All right? So I want to make sure you follow me so we can understand what this word meant. It meant for them to follow through with their vow. Hmm? The scripture says it's better not to make a vow than to make a vow and break it. Hmm? I know. I know. Let me, uh, let me get it. Let me get it here. I'm going to have to, uh, jump around here. I'm not going to put it on the screen, but I want to let you um, see that it's in the scripture. Okay. So I want you to um, uh, see here in Ecclesiastes chapter five and verse number four. When thou vowed a vow unto God, defer not to pay it. For he had no pleasure in fools. Pay that which thou hast vowed. Verse number five, Ecclesiastes 5 and 5. Better is it that thou shouldest not vow than that thou shouldest vow and not pay. Hmm? Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin, and neither say thou before the angel, it was an error. And sometimes we say, I, I, I made a mistake. Hmm? We need to be careful when we make a vow to the Lord. And we got to know as believers and saints of God, we made a vow to the Lord and we can't take it back. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, the song says I won't take it back. But I'll tell you, we're in a time now where people are reneging on their vow that they made to the Lord. All right. So we're going to go a little bit farther. I want you to understand this word Corbin. All right. And the Lord Jesus, he condemns them for their false teaching. Hmm? And as much by their traditions, huh? They had destroyed the commandment, which required. Hmm? Look at this. They destroyed and messed up the commandment that they were supposed to follow that required the children to obey their father and mother. All right. And a lot of people think, okay, cause I went in Leviticus, uh, that it's not, uh, it's not for today. So we're going to go to Ephesians. Let's go to Ephesians, uh, real quick. And we're going to Ephesians chapter six. I'm going to Ephesians six real quick. One and two. I want to let you see something that, um, Ephesians six, one and two says here, and we're in a time now where children, uh, oh, Lord, let me just read it. It says here, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. 
look at verse number two. All right, let me put this on the screen. We're going to go back to Mark. Uh, well, let's we'll go back to Mark seven and ten. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go back to Mark seven, nine, and ten. So let's go to Ephesians. I'm gonna put the scripture on the screen for you uh, as quick as I can. Stay with me. We're gonna do a little hopping around. We can go Ephesians six one and uh, through two. We're gonna go through six one and two, and let you take a look here. All right, it says here on the screen. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Hmm? No matter how old you get, uh, the scripture lets us know that the children are to obey their parents. Hmm? And once those children become adults and get grown, verse number two says, honor thy father and mother. <laughs> hmm? So after you get grown and uh, leave father and mother and cleave to your own wife, hmm? you have a responsibility to still honor your father and mother. Hmm? And if you living in the house with them, you sure enough need uh, you, you to honor father and mother. Hmm? And this is the first commandment. Hmm? Notice now, the second is like unto the first. Now it says here, which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee. Now look at this. He says, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. See that? This is the first commandment with promise. And as since this first commandment is with promise, it's important for those of us that has obtained God's holy gift, Holy Spirit, which is also uh, with promise. Acts huh? chapter 2 and 39 says, for the promises unto you and to your children and to those that are far off, even as many of the Lord our God shall call. You then receive the promise of the Holy Ghost. And now with the promise of the Holy Ghost, we still have a mandate from God to honor our parents, father and mother, those that are alive. All right. So I want to make sure we understand. If our faith is real, hmm, it will prove if your faith is real because it starts at home. Hmm. If your faith is real, it'll be exhibited at home first, praise God. Hmm? This was not done in a corner, and we just don't go to church and show people love, but the love starts with your family, praise God. It starts with your brothers and sisters. Oh, glory be to God. It starts with the siblings. Glory. Hmm? I know people don't like this kind of teaching, but it's true, praise God. Hmm? And it starts at home, uh, our relationship with those that we know best and those that best know us. All oh, praise be the name of God. They know the real you. All oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Oh, hallelujah. And there, when people know you personally, there can't be no faking and shaking and jaking, praise God. Hmm? People that don't know you may not know that you're faking and jaking. Hmm? But people that live with you and that know you know if you're faking and jaking. Praise the Lord. All right. And so children uh, and parents have a responsibility to each other. I just want to let you know. The parent role is responsibility is to love them mm, and, 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 and teach them and train them and not provoke them. Mm, lest they be discouraged. Huh? And so it's very, very important that the parent uh, uh, should walk in a way that the children will honor them. Hmm? We in a time now where all oh, glory be to God, and we we're not we're not saying uh, about church. We're just dealing with in general. Now I don't want anybody to misunderstand me. We're just speaking in general. We're not only saying in the church, in Christendom, 
But we're saying in general, as it relates to uh, families and parentalship, a lot of parents and a lot of children hmm, are at odds with one another. Hmm? I want to let you see this. Hmm? And a lot of children feel like they don't need to honor their parents because of whatever um, baggage that the parents had in they, uh, in their day, praise God. <laughs> and sometimes parents didn't always make the right choices. Sometimes they were uh, put in situations where they had to make other choices, praise God. And some children are still upset because the parent had to make a choice and make a decision for them that was better than their situation. And now they have grown up with resentment. They've grown up with uh, malice. They've grown up with strife. Hmm? And said, why did you give me away? Praise God. Hmm? But I would rather uh, uh, the child be given away to a family that can take care and re-up that child and give that child the things that it needs to survive. Hmm? then to do like some of these people are doing now, they're putting the baby in the garbage dumpster. They're, 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 they're putting the baby in harm's way. And now that life is threatened. Hmm? And sometimes, you know, in the heat of it, we look at it and we say, which is the lesser evil? Praise God. Hmm? And sometimes difficult choices had to be made uh, with mom and daddy. Hmm? Uh, you know, and that was a situation with my dad himself. He was raised by his auntie, praise God. But I want to make a long story short. Uh, uh, you know, mom and them have had a, got a rough spot in the road where they had to make some tough choices. And sometimes the children don't understand the tough choices that have to be made, praise God. But look at this. That's still not a reason to not follow God's command. Hmm? We're supposed to honor our father and mother, because this is the first commandment we promise. Praise God. But the, the scribes and the Pharisees, they found another way to get around what God commanded. Hmm? And they would make a vow or consecrate uh, a vow to the temple or to the priest or, or give their land to a particular uh, 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 designated uh consecration. They were sanctified into the house of God and they will forget about their parents. Praise God. Hmm? And this is why Jesus had got them on the Corbin law because he was letting them know that his commandments were still to be observed. Praise God. Hmm? And so even if we may find some other reasons or excuses not to do the things that God requires to do, God is still requiring what he requires. Praise God. Hmm? And let's take a look here. He says here, um, the parents uh, had to care for their children, even if the children were disobedient. Hmm? <laughs> oh, glory be to God. The parents still had to take care of the child, even if the child was disobedient. Hmm? And Christian children will retaliate. Hmm? Children, spiritual children, Christian children will retaliate toward each other. Hmm? This will happen if both parents put other interests above their own. Hmm? Look at this. This will happen. And this is why the scripture tells us that we should submit one to another. Praise God. Now I want to look at this. The difference between obeying and honoring, to obey means to do as one is told. Hmm? To do as one is told. Honor means, honor means to respect and love. Hmm? So children obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Do what you're told. When mom and them asked us to do something, it was because they said so. It wasn't because we had a choice in the matter. Hmm? Well, mama, why I got to go over here and clean this up? Because I said so. Because hmm? a lot of times we wanted to say, hey, I didn't make the mess. Uh, 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 
Andy made the mess. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. Huh? We'll say he made the mess. I shouldn't have to clean up his mess. Hmm? But we forget we in a family, praise God. And so I want to let you know, uh, obedience was to do as you were told, hmm? but to honor is to love. Hmm? All glory be to God. To honor means to love and to respect and love your parents. Praise the Lord. And so this is why it's very important. So I want, I want to let you know that Jesus got them on this. And he says, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. And uh, verse number three says, that it may be well with thee. Hmm? This is reason why, you know, if we want to ask a reason, mama, why I need to go in here and wash these dishes when I didn't even eat today. Why I need to go in here and clean these dishes. That it may be well with thee, that thou mayest live long on the earth. Hmm? So we need to still love our parents, even though we don't feel right about them telling us to wash the dishes and we ain't even ate nothing. Hmm? We still got to honor and respect them and love them. Hmm? And we got to obey them in the Lord because it's right. All right. So I hope I put things in perspective for you today. Uh, I want to go a little bit farther, uh, but I do want to say something else, you know, regarding this. A lot of our uh, generations are not living out their entire days because of verse number one. Children, obey your parents and the Lord for this is right. As it relates to the world, as it relates to parentalship, as it, as it relates to family, we can see that more and more people, the jails are filling up, the prisons are filling up, the graves are filling up. Oh, glory be to God, because we're not observing the commandments of the Lord. Hmm? And I want to let you know, hell has enlarged itself. Hmm? Simply meaning the grave is constantly uh, being filled. Hmm? And some of it is due to disobedience to parents. Hmm? Some of it's due to a lack of respect. Hmm? <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Huh? And, some, and lack of honor. Because we feel like hmm? that our parents couldn't tell us nothing. But I want to let you know that it's very important that we observe the commandments of the Lord and Jesus reminded the scribes and the Pharisees. Now, we're going to close out. We're going to go to Mark uh, 7 and 9. We're going to go back to Mark 7 and 9, and we're going to close this, uh, close this chapter on this. Mark 7 and 9, and we're going to go to about maybe about 12. See what we got here. All right, let's take a look here. All right, Mark 7 and 9. And he said unto them, full well, Jesus said this. It's in the red writing because some people don't believe nothing but the red writing. But the Bible tells me all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. But look at this. He says, and he said unto them, full well, ye reject the commandment of God that you may keep your own traditions. Hmm? Isn't that something? how we can have a tradition in our home and our church and our community that we religiously hold fast to. But as it relates to God's commandments of keeping thy foot in the house of God. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. The Bible said, keep thy foot. <laughs> oh, let me, let me go back. I, I just want to let y'all see something. It's, you know, we we hold fast to a lot of stuff. Hmm? But when it comes to God's law, God's commandments, we get slack. Hmm? But he says, keep thy foot. 
when thou goest to the house of God. And be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools. Don't you know, I don't care how much money you give, if you're not obeying God's commandments, I don't care how good of a tie payer you are, <laughs> I got to go. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hmm? Don't we know that no matter how faithful we are to the things of God, and if we're not following God's commandments, hmm, we could be in trouble. Praise the Lord. And so I want to encourage you today, observe and follow God's commandments as he have laid them out for you to live long upon the earth. And he said unto them full well, you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your own tradition. Hmm? We got some traditions, y'all. Hmm? And everybody have them. You can sit there and look at me if you want to and say you don't have them. Everybody got a tradition. Hmm? You come to my house, I got a tradition. Hmm? But it has nothing to do with God. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Even though some tradition uh, helps us remember uh, certain uh, moral aspects of God's law and help us understand it. But it does not become the commandment of God because it's ours. But God means what he says and we should hold to his commandments. Hmm? Because God's commandments are not grievous. All right. So let us take a look here. He says here, for Moses said, honor thy father and thy mother, and whosoever curseth father or mother. Mm, we got children now. We got children oh, in these uh, daycares, in these little elementary schools, some of them in kindergarten, and they cuss like a sailor. Mm -hmm. Now, how your baby just learned how to talk? Let's, let's, oh, I know I'm finna get in trouble now. How is your baby? You saved and sanctified, supposedly. Hmm? You supposed to be saved and sanctified. Holy Ghost filled, water baptized. Hmm? And how is it? Hmm? And I'm not saying, you know, once your child leave out the house, they don't pick up stuff. But let's say they haven't even started K5 or K4 yet. They live with you. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. What they got business cussing? Somebody, somebody cussing around them. I got to go. <laughs> let me get out of here. Hmm? And the Bible let us know if we are sanctified, we should sanctify our house. Hmm? The sanctified should sanctify the unsanctified. I got, I got to go. Let me get out of here. I got to get out of here. Hmm? I know. I know I seem like I might be, I might be causing some problems today. But let me let you know. If your child hadn't even started cave. 3K, 4K, 5 yet, and they cussing, and you say you say There's something, something going on in the environment around that child because they picking up. They like a sponge. They picking up everything that they, they hear. Hmm? And I'm not saying you cussing. What I'm saying, if you got the TV on with that nasty stuff going on, I got to go. <laughs> Lord have mercy. You may or not, you may or not cursed around them. Hmm? I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. But turn that one-eyed demon off because you never know why you're in the other room. These commercials are terrible now. <laughs> I got to go. Let me get out of here. These commercials got some, uh, got some issues. But I want to let you know, your child is like a sponge and they picking up everything. Hmm? But it's bad when a child is cussing his father and mother. It's a bad thing. Hmm? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, it's a terrible thing. Hmm? When you didn't got so much so, were you in yourself so much so, you cussing your parents out, you didn't got a little bit beyond yourself. Hmm? And we have to remember that God's commandments are not grievous, and we don't want to fall in. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. Hmm? So I would advise you and encourage you, if you're not getting along with your parents, if you're not... Uh, in agreement with your parents, definitely don't get to the level where you cussing at them and disrespecting them. Hmm? You know, there's there's a there's a way to do anything. Hmm? And if you don't like what's going on, just leave. Praise the Lord. 
There's the door. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Can't nobody make you stay there and do something that you regret. Look at this. In verse number 11, he says here, Jesus says to them here, he says, but if ye, he says, but ye say, if a man shall say to his father, mother, it is Corbin, that is to say a gift by whatsoever that ye might have profited by me, he shall be free. So they use the Corbin law not to be obligated to the parents. Hmm? The Corbin law exempted them and obliged them because they were offering it to, sanctifying it to the house of God. Um, and uh, it placed them where they were free from the obligation of the commandments. Uh, so they thought of helping their parents. Hmm? But God still was looking at their heart. This is what I want to talk about as we talk about uh, the inside stuff. We might have traditions and stuff and things set in place, but God looking at our heart, how we observing these things. Hmm? And if our heart is not right toward the law of God and our traditions are more observed and more uh, honored than God's command itself, we have just wrote out. We just, oh Lord, we just wrote our own commandment. Praise the Lord. And we're not holy. We can't write no commandment. Oh, well, we can, but. I want to let you know, God is holy and his commandment is going to uh, require some judgment. We set up laws and we set up commandments. We set up things and then we renege and we break it and we change it. And when we find out it come back to bite us, we change it. Hmm? <laughs> I got to go. Let me get out of here. Huh? When it come back and it, it, it's, it's doing something we don't want it to do, then we say, oh, that ain't working no more. We need to change that. Hmm? But with God, what he says unto one, he says unto all. Look at this. Uh, verse number 12. He says, and ye suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother. We use the tradition and the commandments of the Corbin just to say, hey, I don't have to, I don't have to do anything for my parents. I'm, I'm, I'm giving this for another cause. Hmm? And it's just like we do, oh, Lord, it's just like we do on our tax returns. I know it's getting ready to be tax season. I'm going to pick this back up again. It's getting ready to be tax season where people will lie on their tax return, where people will uh, put their dog and cat down hmm, to for exemptions. <laughs> it's no different. Hmm? But I, I that's another chapter. Hmm? But I just want to let you see some examples of how we can uh, have our own tradition set for our own benefit. And Jesus nailed them on it. Hmm? And he brought it to their attention just to let them know that's not acceptable. Okay? He said, that's not going to work. Praise God. Look at this. He says, making the word of God of none effect through your tradition. Hmm? You had others that was observing what they were doing. These were these religious leaders. Huh? These people that were out front. There were others in the in 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 the uh in the uh in the culture of of the Jewish nation looking at them. Even Jesus looked at it and said, Y'all not observing my commandments. Hmm? They made the word of God of none effect. Hmm? But the Bible says, if some don't believe, does it make the word of God of none effect? No, it doesn't. Because God's commandment is what he said is and what he mean for it to mean. Look at this. Making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which you have delivered, and many such things, like things, do you? That wasn't the only thing they did. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. If I could get into this study a little bit farther, I would show you some other things that they did. Praise God. Hmm? This The Corbin wasn't the only thing they did. It was other traditions they had set. And it was set for their benefit. Hmm? 
but they themselves was expecting everybody else. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? To observe God's law. But they were supposed to be the trendsetters. Hmm? They were supposed to be setting the example. <laughs> oh, I got to go. Huh? It's very important. We have to be careful when we out front. Hmm? Because we can either do one or two things. Hmm? And, and it's very important that we must uh, exhibit uh, the, uh, the wholesome, godly character that represents Christ. Praise God. Because if we do not, people will look at us and they will not be drawn to God. Hmm? They will not be drawn to Christ because of something in us that we're not holding true according to God's word. Hmm? And when he had called all the people unto him, he said unto them, hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand. This is what Jesus said. Hearken every one of you me and understand. Now, Jesus said, hearken every one of you to me and understand. I got to go back to Mark because I want to. Uh, I want you to see something. We're going to. Uh, we're going to stop at verse number 16. Sorry. He said, hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand. He says, there is nothing from without a man that entering in him can defile him. They were talking about the disciples when we first started this uh, particular uh, series, talking about the inside stuff, you know. Jesus pointed at their hearts while they were trying to judge uh, through external discernment through what the disciples were doing. And there's a saying, can you judge a book by its cover? Sometimes we look and judge things on an external uh, observation. But when we really look, you know, really deep underneath, really it's something within us. We're trying to find something wrong with that person. And this is what they were doing. They kept observing Jesus and the disciples, and they were trying to compare them to themselves. And we don't compare ourselves by ourselves. And they looked at them and said, hey, why they don't wash their hand when they eat? Hmm? Which was in a judgmental way of placing them in a different category. And we as saints and believers, we don't look down on other people unless we looking down to help them up. Praise the Lord. Hmm? And when we looking at people sideways and saying they not like us because they not doing. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. They not like us. Hmm? They don't smell like us. They don't look like us. This is what the scribes and the Pharisees and the religious people did. It says there's nothing. From without a man, that entering into him can defile him. So nothing that's from the outside can defile that man on the inside if he got integrity. Hmm? If he got character and integrity, can't no external force corrupt that person's heart. It has to be something internal. It has to be a bad seed. Praise God. Oh, glory be to God. I got to go. There's got to be a bad seed on the inside that causes whatever bad thing to come out on the outside. Hmm? And my bishop used to say, and he still said, it's coming up again. If it's down there, it's going to come up. Hmm? And just at a time when you think it ain't going to come up, hmm? And you know when people got cussing in them, when you get them showing sure up mad, they'll tell you where to go. I know. I know. 
and you can sit there and suppress it if you want to, but when you got the Holy Ghost, cussing is gone. Hmm? But when that bad seed ain't been purged out the old leaven that you may become a new lump, if cussing is down in there, somebody going to push the right button, and sooner or later, there's going to be, oops, there it is. Hmm? And so we need to be careful, and we need to make sure that the inside of the cup and the platter has been clean, cleansed, that the outside may appear to be clean also. Praise the Lord. But look at this, Mark 7 and 15. There is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him. But the things which come out of him, hmm? That thing that come out of your spirit, that thing that come out of your mouth. Hmm? And I said last week, if you're a backbiter, backbiting going to come out. Hmm? If you're a tailbearer, tailbearing going to come out. Hmm? If you're a discord sower, discord sowing is going to come out. Praise the Lord. Hmm? And if you are a liar, hmm? Lying is going to come out. Hmm? And it's bad when we claim to be saved and we can't tell the truth. Hmm? People don't want to have nothing to do with you because you can't tell the truth. Praise the Lord. And one thing people can say, hmm? one thing people can say, you know, about Brother Newsom, one people can say, though, they may not, you know, uh, you know, we may not like certain things about each other. And, you know, they didn't like they didn't like Michael too well because he told the truth. Hmm? But my thing is, that's that's the problem with people. If you can't handle the truth, then, you know, you sometimes you asking the wrong person. Hmm? Because if you want the truth, then you ask the right person, they're going to give it to you. Hmm? And sometimes we just want people to tell us what we want to hear. Look at this. Look at this. He says here. But the things which come out of him, those are the things that defile the man. All right. Verse number 16, we're closing out. And he says here, if any man have ears to hear, let him hear. I just want to ask you before I, before I get off the broadcast today, did you hear that? Hmm? Because he said, if any man have ears, let him hear. Hmm? Let's follow God's command. Hmm? Let's don't use shortcuts. Let's don't use traditions. Let's don't cut corners. But let's follow God hmm? through following his holy word. Praise the Lord. Hmm? And James 1 and 22, my first lady, Lady Paulette, she says it best. She, that's one of her favorite scriptures and is also one of mine. But be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own self. Hmm? Because they weren't fooling God. God already knew when they asked the question about why the disciples of Jesus was eating with unwashed hands. He already knew their motive for asking the question. And anytime we're looking at somebody else and we're raising question about them and there's nothing wrong with trying to get an understanding. But if we're raising a question to try to point out somebody else's flaws or put them down, we're looking out of an evil eye. Hmm? We're looking out of an evil eye. Praise God. And we know if the, if the eye is evil, if the eye is dark, the whole body is dark. Praise the Lord. But if the eye be full of light, the whole body be full of light. Praise the Lord. And so I want I want to go. I got to let you go. But we want to let you know that we love you with the love of the Lord. I'm your host. These are the faithful words of Elder Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. We hope that we bless you today. This does sum up this series. Uh, we will be coming back on uh, uh, later on in the week. Um, we have some other things that we're doing this week, but we will be coming back on. Uh, sharing the word of God with you. Uh, please stay tuned. And we hope that we said something to encourage you. Please uh, text us. Please reply to us. Please click on subscribe uh, or the like button. 
uh, to let us know uh, that you were there listening to the program. And uh, we would love to hear from you. Please click on subscribe on YouTube, Facebook, or even the Podbean at www.fidgettv.com. Praise the Lord. And you could get us right there, fidget.podbean.com. So you can definitely uh, join us on uh, Fidget uh, TV on our Podbean app, which is our mobile app. And so you can go to podbean.com and type in search Fidget TV, or you can just go to the fidgettv.podbean.com. All right. And so either way, you can get there uh, to view our broadcast. And so we thank God for you. Uh, joining us on today. Uh, we do have some uh, some announcements. We do have some things uh, that we'd like to share with you today. And so we uh, want you to stay with us here while we put these uh, items up on the screen for you. Uh, we do want to let you know that our choir annual uh, revival is coming up. And we want you to join uh, the choir and their choir annual uh, starts this weekend, starting Friday and Sunday. All right. So we ask that you would uh, join us on the choir annual on Friday and Sunday of this week. So please join us and please stay tuned uh, to the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, we also have our Brotherhood annual that's going to be coming up. but. Uh, our choir uh, annual revival will start this Friday, uh, November 11th at 7 p.m. And then on Sunday, November 13th at 4 p.m. All right. And so please uh, stay tuned uh, for further announcements and updates. I am your host, Elder Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, with no further ado, we want to say God bless you and thank God for you joining us today. Uh, please um, sow into the Faith in God and that TV if you desire to do so. I'm going to put that on the screen for you. Uh, we just want to give you the opportunity uh, if you desire, if you desire uh, to sow. Uh, that's on our screen here. I want you to see that on the screen for you. So if you desire to sow into the Faith in God Internet TV, you can do that via Cash App. You can mail your donation or you can text it via Zelle. Our air times is on Monday, uh, 12 to 1, and also on Wednesday, uh, it's going to be uh, 12 to 1, and also on Friday, uh, 12 to 1. And so we're going to update that flyer. That's on the screen, but all of our hours are the same, 12 to 1. And so we ask that you would uh, continue to follow us on the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. So I want to say God bless you. Uh, thank you again for joining us. We love you with the love of the Lord. And until next time, God bless you in Jesus' name. <laughs>